What's up, TIW Mafia? JP here. We got Joe with us. He's off to the side, and we have our first in-studio guest, Mr. UFO Wrestling, Tidal Wave, Pat Dillon. That's funny. That's classic, huh? <laughs> What's That's going cool. on, Pat? Not much, JP. Joe, how you guys doing? It's Get been a long came. time. Going good. Good, good. Now, you had a show... I'm still masked up. I'll probably take my mask off in a few minutes. But I'm wearing um, mine. You had a show not too long ago in South Boston, Southie. With you, you had an incident at the show. There was an incident at the show. Yes. You've been so many shows having ace security, by the way. And the one show that I'm not at to help you out with security, you have an incident. Yes, that's correct. I wouldn't call him a fan, but you had somebody get in the ring. With that loud mouth. Yes. Um, and one of the wrestlers got knocked out. Yes. Um, absolutely. So, uh, for people who don't know, you had uh, Hurricane Peter McNally, who years ago got knocked out by Mike Tyson, famously. Yes. In, you know, under 20 seconds or I something like that. I still think the punch missed him. 90. Was the wind. Yeah. 90 seconds. 90 seconds, get it right. Is that what it was? Yes, because remember he made the commercial with Pizza Hut. Oh, that's Hut, right, yes. 90 minutes, pizza, then, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. The Scally Cap, so Vinny Vichione. He got in there, and for some reason, Bo Douglas took exception to him being there. Yes. And Bo said something and called and said, Hurricane, it's more like a tropical storm. Ooh. And uh, Peter, understandably, got upset. I mean, wouldn't you, if your nickname was Hurricane and somebody said to you, I mean, more like a tropical storm? Yeah, no. Like, I mean, you, tropical, tropical storms are deadly in their own right. And that and Peter was. Peter threw a right and uh, knocked Bo down pretty quick. I mean, if you and call... This is pro wrestling, but Peter's not a pro wrestler. No. He's a he's professional, a professional boxer. boxer. Yes. Right. Registered deadly weapons, I think. Yeah, absolutely. That's what they're called. Registered so, deadly weapons, yes. No. Is Peter invited back to other UFO shows? 100%. He is, absolutely. That is Bo welcome back to other UFO shows? Yes. I mean, Bo is one half of my tag team champ. This is true. So, And Bo has been someone that's been with you. Oh, since day you one. Know, you guys have been everything from business partners and other ventures to, you know. Yes. Friends and everything I mean, else there, was, there, there was a point where we trained together back yeah. oh, man. in the late 90s. You're going back to the title wave days. No. <laughs> no. No. That, that, see, now, there's where I'm glad you said title wave and not tsunami or something because we could have just had an incident like Peter McNeely and Bo Douglas <laughs> in, in studio. It would have yeah. ended differently. All right. Of course Don't it wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I mean, Bo and I go back God, um, late 90s, training at Kowalski's. So, yeah, when you yeah. trained with Walter Kowalski, and I don't know, I don't know if a lot of people realize that that Pat Dillon UFO promoter because it had been you it had been so long from your training to the point where UFO started. Yeah, a long time. Um, like Bo remembered you obviously, and all a lot of yeah. those guys remembered you, and uh, you got back into it and you started UFO and. I mean, people, other promoters are wearing UFO shirts in their Christmas pictures and stuff like that. <laughs> I so. know. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate the plug. Much appreciated. I hope your mother's birthday was good. Oh, that's what it was. Yes. Um, 
It's good friend Chris Sullivan, yes. Lucky Pro Wrestling, man. Lucky He's been Lucky. around since day one himself. Yeah, yeah. Chris is, I've know? been around Chris a lot, yeah. good and bad. And Chris was at ringside taking photos at day yes. one, the debut show. The Absolutely. Shirt. And that was probably the shirt he had on that had all the, like, you guys actually put all the wrestlers' names on the shirt. Yeah. Back then. Yeah, we did. That now, was our debut. That was 13, 14 years August uh, 2008. Did we coming up on 13 years? Um, That's. Yeah. For a funsy onesie, you're still around. Yeah, you know, I mean, we don't. For people who don't know, like, every time a wrestling promotion starts up, all the other promoters that have been around, whether they are still or not, you know, you, you got to pay your dues and prove that you're not just a one-time deal. And oh, I think course. UFO has done that. Yeah. Now, the last show with Peter and Bo, that was in December, right? Or yeah, that, that was uh, December 18th, the week before Christmas, okay. yes. And now you got got... Um, February vacation, which you now he's got a phone call. You're sort of known for like your school vacation shows, and I was surprised to see that this one's the Friday. Friday Cause, night. Yeah, because you usually like you usually did the Wednesdays or the Thursdays during the school vacation week. And that, that's what I've known the UFO throughout over the years. Granted, I haven't made a show, but nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, it's always been family friendly, family friendly, kid oriented. Yes. I just got a random question that's irrelevant to wrestling. I don't know if I should ask it or not. As long as it has no curse words, we're all good. Are you related to a, a teacher at an elementary school in South Boston? Me? Yes. Uh, I was. Okay. She moved away. Yeah. All right. So then the answer is no. Okay. We got people in the chat. I see Bobby D, who's leaving for Bible study soon. <laughs> Bryce, yes, he's leaving. Bobby D is leaving Bible for Bible study. Bible study on a Tuesday night. And Joey Salenza saying, congrats on the success. Thank you, thank you. That's in. Uh, Bobby says he's working on his UFO shirt. LOL. We can get some That's, more Irish whip shirts out there. Yes. Oh, they're out there. Um, I got... I, Got one with the old, with the old yeah, logo. You, you have a one of one hoodie. I got a one of one hoodie. I have a hoodie too, but it's a it was a different run. Yeah. You have a one of one. You were the only person uh, who ordered that hoodie. I feel privileged, and I got the t-shirt <laughs> to go with it. That's it. The t-shirt I have. But you were the only one that ordered that hoodie off of. Uh, that was a say. We. I mean, we're still on there, but I don't even. Yeah, know that what was that was. company um, in the UK or something. Oh, wasn't that it? was Smart Mark. Was that Smart Mark? I don't think it so. Might have been. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't, no, not like Smart Mark, like Smart Mark video. It was Smart Mark, something else. Okay. It was funny, it was like us in um, Shug, uh, Shug D. The he used to be the basketball player in Chicago, and now he's, okay. he's around again. Yeah. And that was about it on the site. Um, now I, got, I got a question for you, Pat. Yeah. Uh, speaking of wrestling. Okay. show together. Can you break it down for me? What do you, what, uh, is, what is the key things you need to fall into place to put a show together. I mean, like, yeah, everyone knows you're going to get workers, you're going to get a ring, you're going to get on that. But what is it like, what's that make or break moment that tells you the show is going to go off and it's going to be a success? Huh. Wow. <laughs> um, I've sat with Pat on show days many times. And <laughs> I didn't mean to ask a professional no, question. No, that's, no, that's, that's a good question. Uh, I really don't have an answer. Like, this, this past show... Um, that was a fundraiser. It was a fundraiser. Usually, yeah. those those shows like that, you can pretty much say 
it's going to be a good show because you get your own freedom to do what you want. It's not like I have to book according to budget or I have to book according to area. Um, like, say, for instance, I'm in South Boston. It's a fundraiser show. I didn't have to book the Castle Island Assassin. He's expensive, I heard. Yes. Being in South Boston, his hometown, he lives up the street. Yeah. Um, it would have been a great addition to have him to the show. Is it true I heard he has like a secret lair under Sully's? I believe there is something that connects him <laughs> to the from the castle right to Sully's. Okay. Somebody said they can answer what, what makes your shows a success. And Jennifer Norris said that's the people you have working for you. Oh, listen, I, I, I 100% agree with that. And I can never thank that well, we woman got, enough. I mean, we got Jennifer there. Like Jennifer's a good mutual friend. We have Bobby D here. We got Tina Weber. And uh, we got some of the people that work for you right here. Wow, yeah. Black I mean, in the house. Oh, Black Hat can leave. He's a pain. Listen, I can't say. No, Jennifer does a lot for you. I children. can't thank her enough. I mean, who? I mean,. Me neither. She's at the at the position, you know. I mean, how? Who, who's gonna get away with throwing a cake in someone's face? On your birthday. On my birthday, you know. I mean, who's gonna get away with that? That's exactly. I'd she's like, probably the only one. I'd like someone to do that to me. You know, <laughs> she's the only one. I mean, I can't, I can't. And she was a huge help at this last show. I mean, I thought everything was out of my hands because it was a fundraiser, but it got thrown back in my face, and. She stepped up for me once again for about the hundredth time, you know, and yeah, then some. She's a good, solid person, like yeah. Jennifer. I have. So, you know. well, I and, and that leads me to another question off of my first one. Most people see a wrestling show and think it's made of it's you know making a break it based on the talent in the ring. A lot of the show is made because of the people on the outside, yeah, the yeah. behind the scenes. No, of course, absolutely. I mean, the heart and soul. That's it. You gotta. I mean, you gotta. You gotta. You know, do the promoting, the advertising, you know, the setups, the configurations. You know, I mean, there's all kinds of things you got to do besides just putting the show together. Oh, yeah. You know, and then and that, that plays a huge role in it. And, but, yeah, I mean, you, you just got to think it that this show's going to be good. And, and that's, you know, what it comes down to. Right. And you know, like, I mean, you know your talent. You know, you don't run a whole lot of places. You run uh, Malden, you run Southie, and uh, you know you have your you have your locations. And I mean your history in Southie, my history, Joe's history in Southie. Like, yeah, uh, there was one point where me and you were hanging up posters, and I'm like, Pat, you should have just put our, put our faces on there. Yeah, and, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and, yeah, but it's uh, so you know where you're going, and you know. Who's going to bring people in? And well, if people listen to you and put the posters up, we're expanding since we're on the subject of okay. Southie and Malden, whatnot. We're expanding. Um, we've got some really new ventures we're going into. Um, I originally had said I wasn't going to do a show till 2023. And then people started running shows. I said, they're running. All right, I'm going to do it. And, yeah, I did two shows last year. 
this year. I already got my first one ready to roll. Yeah. Um, the odds of April vacation is most likely 99.9%. And some other ventures have come to my way, and we've partnered up with some other groups and other things and businesses. So you're going to see a lot more, and you're going to see a lot of things going to happen over the next year. The wrestling business is a funny place, isn't it? Absolutely. I know. There was... Uh- all right, everyone. I want to talk to you guys for a moment about um, a website that we're working with now as one of our sponsors, uh, and it's there to help. So if you guys have something that's preventing you from achieving your goals or if there's something interfering with your happiness, I want you guys to check out betterhelp.com slash listener. Betterhelp.com slash listener. Guys, I like seeing a counselor, there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes it's a little bit uncomfortable if you're sitting in the waiting room uh, or just on an uncomfortable couch in there, you know, in front of the counselor. This is done online. It's done securely. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. You can send a message to your counselor at any time. You get timely responses and thoughtful responses plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions and you don't have to do it sitting in any uncomfortable waiting room better help is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change our counselors if needed it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available if needed the service is available for clients worldwide Find the particular expertise you need online. Don't limit yourself to the counselors located near you. Licensed professional counselors who are spe- who specialize in, and I'll give a few examples here, guys, depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, uh, if you're having trouble sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT uh, matters, grief and self-esteem. Anything you share is confidential. It's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. Uh you can check out the testimonials on their website. Uh, in fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Uh, I, I, if you want to start having a happier life today, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com listener. Join over a million people who have taken charge of their mental health and again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com, slash listener. Include that slash listener, because that's how you get that 10% off, guys. Uh, and that, this is something like we just hold very near and dear. Mental health is so important these days. Uh, if you need help, guys, this is the perfect place to go. It's convenient. It's confidential. It's secure. Um, so please get the help needed if you do. Again, this is not a crisis line. This is not a hotline. Uh, it's not self-help. You're actually getting it to talk to a counselor. Without putting it out there, like I think you were on the uh, the ledge after, um, like going into your December show on whether or not you were still going to run, like you were saying, 2023. Yeah. And I know other promotions have said no, absolutely. You know, you know. Um, now, what's in store for February vacation? I know. The heavyweight title. It's t- no, non-title match. Non-title, okay. Non-title match. Um, and, but Dolly's there? Dolly is booked to uh, to 
participate in a non-title match. We have yet to select his opponent, but it will be non-title. Okay. Um, That's interesting. Yes. Um, what else are we looking to see? Um, I'll divulge one match right now. Ilya Makopoulos is going to be taking on Slick Wagner Brown. Ooh. Has that ever happened before? If it hasn't, I'm very surprised. I haven't, like, I haven't seen. And those are two guys, like, Ilya's been around, and again, with you. Wagner. He was like 15 years old. Oh yeah, Ilya. Yeah, 15, 16 when he when he de- when he debuted at UFO wrestling. Yeah, he was, uh, having his parents sign the uh, the waiver and yeah. coming in. Yeah, exactly. Um, I remember and, that. Yeah, and that's another one. Um, and Slick's been with you since yeah. day one. Yeah, Slick's been around. Another one when I started training, Slick was yep. there. You know, so now I don't know how to bring this up, but I'm going to bring it up. I've seen. Advertised actually, Joe sent me a text. Your former heavyweight champ wrestling sort of in the area again. Which one? With McCarthy. You know, it's. I mean, could we have that McCarthy decimal? Um, the only I, see, there's a thing. It's the last time I spoke of McCarthy. Um, he told me he was done because yeah, obviously he, he, he had a baby his family expanded, you know exactly right. Good for him um but i was taken back when i saw that first time he was wrestling in vermont right and i'm like oh okay all right no problem now he's in maine no yeah it's the vermont i can kind of understand because i think there's a uh, I think there's some greenbacks talking yeah, there. Yeah, money always talks. Um, the main thing I said, maybe he's trying to get back into it. Maybe he's got the itch. Yeah. Maybe Vermont was what set that itch off. Yeah. And Mike's come in and out, Listen, you know what I mean, yeah, over the years. Over, so. Absolutely, 100%. And, and he knows that my door is always open for him, you know. But does he get a title shot? He I ne- think he would deserve one because he he, he never lost it. He's technically still your champ, although Dolly's not the Dolly's not the interim. This ain't the UFC. There's no interim. There's no this that. You know. Oh, we got to get into that a little too. I think. McCarthy, nah, I wasn't stripped, but you know when you you haven't defended you vacate it. the title, you, you vacate the exact, title. Exactly. That's yeah. yeah. So now you just brought up that you just mentioned the UFC, and I know you follow that because I know your history there too. What do you think? Have you seen the the sort of stuff going back and forth between Dana White and Jake Paul? Yes. So, Joe, for, like Dana White runs the UFC, obviously. Yep. You know that much. Jake Paul is accusing Dana White of being a cokehead. So Dana White had offered, and I, I forget how much he offered, but basically said, you can test me as often as you want for 10 years if I can test you for two years for steroids to Jake and Paul. And coke. So, and I don't think Jake Paul responded to that. No. Jake Paul's response to that was give the fighters better pay, health right. insurance, you know, but, family medical, all this so, stuff. He put a whole list together. So here's the thing. As Jake Paul's run some boxing events, he's made some money. Because of his name and because of who he was fighting, he sold some pay-per-views. Great. He hasn't Where? really... His paper they, they've gone online. They, the numbers aren't there. And he, um, 
but he's you look at who he's boxed and it, it's all been superstars and Dana White said this like you've boxed superstars but not boxers yeah Tyrone Woodley not a boxer no you know lost his last four or five UFC fights yeah and I like Woodley I'm a Woodley fan yeah um Ben Skarno uh yeah. Was never a boxer. Oh. And even with, with he Jake, was a wrestler. Even with him going in, even if he's going in at heavyweight, he'd lo- to a professional boxer. He'd probably lose and to a lightweight. He, his brother fought Mayweather, but the, there was rules and there were stipulations yeah. in there on. And and you saw that when Mayweather hit his brother, he had to hold him up <laughs> until he gained consciousness. You right. know, until yeah, he gained was, it back. So, like, I think Jake Paul is real smart at what he's doing, and I think he's a. Um, he's doing marketing. Viral. I think he's, he's, do, he's his marketing is there. Listen, he's a genius, and he's making a killing off. He's of a it. genius, and that's all. He, but he's saying he's going to fight MMA again. Like, and he wants to. I mean, he's calling out Diaz. I want to see him box Diaz. I think Diaz beats him in boxing. Either one, Nick or Nate. Yeah, I mean, he's calling out. Maz, Maz, Maz yeah, Vidal and all them guys. That's who he's saying like, he's going to fight in an MMA fight. Here's the thing: what what some people don't realize, okay? Maz Vidal was discovered in the backyards of Miami with Kimbo uh, Slice oh, that, doing street fights. Yes. So I if you if that. you if you Google it and you do his history, that's where he was discovered doing the same thing Kimbo Slice did. So, have you watched any of his fights, Jake? Yeah. No. Because you were a... Like, here's another thing about Pat Dillon <laughs> that people don't know. But me and Pat, like, I mean, all three of us, we grew up in the same circle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally a block apart from each other some nights, if not in the same group. Yeah. Pat Dillon... Depending who had the keg. Tidal Wave was your boxing nickname. Yes, I was an amateur boxer at one point, you know, yes. So <laughs> you understand sort of all of these games a yeah. little bit. Uh, absolutely. And you're, your ties to the UFC are huge. Like yeah. you, uh, I I actually just found one of my old six 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 fightwear shirts. Nice. It's a it's a schmedium. Yeah. And I couldn't wear it now. It's <laughs> safety pin it to a regular shirt. <laughs> to a five X. It was right. probably from a weekend in Arizona. Two thousand eight. But it um. So people don't realize what you've done and like how long you've been around and all of like the any of the fight businesses. Yeah. In one of them, you can call the top guy, and he answers your phone. Yeah, I you mean, know? you can go to my, uh, you know, you go to my Instagram, and I and I recently posted that ten year challenge thing, oh. and you'll see who commented on it. That I, yeah. I'm not going to say who, <laughs> but you go see who commented and what the comment was. That's you know, I mean, that, I'm not saying that solidifies anything, but I can go into messages and and show a list right. of messages. You know, you speak about. You know who, who I know and where I, you know, but I don't talk about and it. And that also speaks to you as a promoter, where you're not using these connections that you obviously could use. Because right. it's very easy to bring in a, a name as a favor for us for yeah. for a quick. You know, I mean, even when you were doing the six 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 fight, where yeah, you had not through your connections at all, but you had John Doomsday Howard wearing yeah. your shirts. Yeah. Um, I've met so many people just from hanging out with you at the six 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 fight wear boots. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, Marcus Davis, yes. you know. we uh, Irish hand grenades. Yeah, I mean, we had uh, Danny Lozon at one point yep. when he was running rampant around this area. Yeah, that's so your connections are there. 
Let's pull a couple yeah. questions out of the chat room to change subjects real quick. Yeah. Since this is wrestling, not MMA. Sure. Let's uh, coming out from Black Hat, I really don't want to ask his questions, but I will. Uh, what people would you like to get in the ring for a UFO? Who would you like to see work in your ring? Um, at this point right now, um, I wouldn't mind. Actually, I mean, I could go back. And, I mean, I can do my go back to my old rosters and this and that, and like people who are doing well these days. Like right now, I wouldn't mind having Anthony Green back in into the uh, into the UFO ring. The alternate. Um, He's got an action figure coming out yes, this month. Yeah, he does. It, 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 I actually got a sneak peek of that um, from the manufacturer. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I was definitely... Uh, I've got a couple on hold, one for my personal and one to give away. Nice. So, um, so uh, Anthony Green, I wouldn't mind having back. Um, God, yeah, He's I, been on top of the world. I don't. I mean, I could go anywhere... I mean, you get Anthony Green. He's one of the top guys that was recently released out of WWE. So yeah. that's, that says it enough. I mean, any, anybody below I mean, him, in my opinion, would be lesser. Well, I mean, no. I mean, but I, I mean, mean, I, I mean, we've, had we've Sasha. been in, Yeah, I mean, we've been in, we've been in contact with Orange Cassidy. I mean, that would that's, be someone I'd I'd you know wouldn't mind bringing in. Um, that will put some butts in the seats. Orange is so good. You know, I mean, this is this is a. a, a List. I mean, there's new talent out there right now that that you know. Um, there's a lot, yeah. I mean, and they're accessible. Like, so not even. I mean, you have Alec Price. Yeah, Alec's one of the best in this area, and I tell you, he's had his tryout. He's had, you know, and yeah. You never know what's going to come of that. No, of course. Um, who was the? You've had you've had the top like. Had every, I think every everybody, but then they've they've been everywhere else also. Right, the schools know? in New England. I think there's a there's sort of a change coming. Yeah, I'm seeing some. I'm seeing the top dogs not putting out the top. Yeah, people anymore. Yeah, if you know what I'm saying, yeah. and I'm not going to say who that is. I will because I'm, I don't want to crap on anyone. I'm going to answer him right now things. with um, not a dream match, but a match I would like to bring. To UFO, just for nostalgia's sake, for me, would be Tessa Blanchard versus Rachel Ellering. Did you ever have Tessa? I like that. At your show, I know you no. had you had Tessa for a signing or something. No, right? I didn't. No, she came to that events a <laughs> yeah, few year, a few uh, years uh, ago. That's what it and, was. And and I was sneaky about it. <coughs> and she wound up at your booth. She, she, I convinced her to take a picture with me in front of the UFO banner. Okay. So that's what I did with that. I was the pro wrestling marathon, road yeah, road race, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's but Tessa Blanchard versus okay. Rachel Ellering, I would love just for nostalgia, yeah. you know, because of the family history. And you've always had like great girl, great female matches, yeah. You know, I, like I said, you had Mercedes KV. This later became Sasha Banks. Yeah. Um, I've had Latasha. Jordan. I've had Jordan Grayson. Yes, Latasha's one of the best in the area that people sleep on, and yeah. they don't realize that she's done NXT. Yeah. She's done Impact. Yeah, she has. She's done AEW. Yeah. Like, and I, they, you know, I mean, she's a little short. Yeah. But she can hang with any of them. Of course, she can. Absolutely. And it was actually Latasha versus Jordan Grace. 
okay. I've had um, on this random show that <laughs> that went took a different approach after that match, but. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That ra- wasn't, rated R yeah. show, but this match wasn't rated R. You know, uh, Jordan was in town, yeah, and she had nothing going on. So I said, "Hey, <laughs> you want to kick this show off?" You've had a few incidences like that too, where um, you had you had Lince Dorado when he was signed, yeah, for an autograph signing, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was in town. He was in town, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've stumbled on stuff like that. Yeah, um, those. I mean, a Booker T cutting a promo for my yeah. Harvest Havoc one year. Yes. Because I worked an event with him. That was Booker's the man. Yeah. Booker's a good guy. Bought some good food for us that day, and we were out there for the show. But before I get to the next question coming from Jennifer Norris, and I'm going to get Barbie, you want to give a shout out to Brandon Langley, hoping he's doing well. After yes. his surgery and everything, hopefully he's recovering well. Uh, and I'm a big time procrastinator. These you guys can tell. I still haven't mailed out that picture to him, but I will. You know what? While we're on that subject too, uh, I just want to give a, a shout out and speedy recovery to uh, Tommy Vaughn. Tommy Vaughn's in right now, having some procedure done. Uh, he posted from this hospital bed. Um, he's a good fan. He shows up. He helps out when he show when he's at places. So That's we want to wish him. You know, speedy recovery. Speedy recovery also. No. One more question coming in from Jennifer Norris. She's asking, after all the years of promoting wrestling, what was your favorite match? Ooh. You know, I don't watch my shows. Most promoters don't. I don't watch, <laughs> but as a matter of fact, now that she mentions it, I saw a clip of a match from... God, 2010 maybe, and it was Mistress Belmont versus Mercedes KV, which is now Sasha Banks. And Mistress Belmont hit her with a powerbomb. Oh, jeez. And Kathy, Kathy's not light. No. She's not. not she know. came down. <laughs> um, I, I don't, maybe, maybe McCarthy and Warbeard, uh, oh, Hanson. Yeah. Yes. Um, or a Malonis Matt Taven? You, um, yeah, you had a couple. I'm trying to think. The funniest might have might have been. What was the question? Memorable or best or what was it? After all, is it promoting wrestling? What was your favorite match? Remember the fireball? Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna Ma- guess another one. Maybe not your favorite match that you saw in the ring, but what was the favorite match that you put together? Oh, what did I put together? God. Yeah, okay. you get you could reach out to this person and say, I want you to wrestle this person. Uh, next thing you know. It it had to be happening. uh maybe a, a Taven Taven Malonis. <laughs> when when Taven was holding the, the, the triple crown title there at uh, Ring of Honor or something. Would have, oh yeah. Wasn't that was that the pie eating contest? No, that was uh that was the year um no, they I don't think they, they wrestled that year. I think it was um there was you had a couple of like great like. Listen, I, you know we're talking about. You mentioned the pie eating contest. I was just gonna say the the Tommaso Ciampa Joey Eastman. Yes, the tire feather, feather match. match. Which Joey Joey like nearly got crippled in that match. Yeah, he did. Tommaso like they legit tire and feathered each other, and like I was carrying I carried Joey out from that because yeah. he couldn't walk, and. uh 
he damn near got crippled. And Tommaso, you can't blame Tommaso. Tommaso's one of the best. In- yeah. Um, I mean, the Vern Vicalo, Aaron Amadeus street fight, Haverhill yes. street fight in Malden was pretty good. I mean, they incorporated yeah. Fago and everything, <laughs> you know? Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, Vern's a huge yeah. ICP fan. My favorite moment wasn't even at the show. It was after the show. Um, where Trooper broke his wrist. Trooper oh, Gilmore, yes. When he did the dive out of the ring. Yeah, the, the, the Battle um, Royal. So I need to go to more shows. Me and Enigma, uh, Mike Canning, drove Tiny the Terrible to South Station because Tiny Tiny's a, a little person, a midget, and um, he had drove in with Trooper. Trooper had to go to the hospital, was going to have to probably spend the night. Yeah. So we drove Tiny to South Station where he could catch a train back down to uh, Rhode Island. And Mike had a 30-pack in the back of his SUV. Tiny looks and sees that and says, can I have a beer? And before Mike could answer, Tiny's running around in the back of the SUV now, opening beers. And so we get, you know, the South Station was only a few minutes, so we had a beer, and then we let him off on the other side of South Station. And there's Tiny running across the street. So where South Station is, for those who don't know, the Boston area is a very busy street. It's basically a highway, and there's an on-ramp to the it's highway, literally the right there. It's one of the main hubs of the MBTA in Boston. And there's, there's this little person running across the street around midnight wearing chic boots. Yes. Because he didn't change out of his boots, so he had the curly-toed boots. I'm surprised he didn't get started getting chased, people thinking they caught the leprechaun at the end of the rainbow. Oh, wrong color. Hey, it was, uh, this, it was, it was a sight to see, to be seen. And me and me and Mike, <laughs> when Tiny got out, all we could do is shrug. But I've, I've, yeah, your shows, I've always had a blast at. Yeah. Um, whether it's seeing people that you don't see a lot, like I know um, some of the old timers still show up in the Malden shows, and yeah. Um, so you don't know who's going to be in the audience. No. You don't know who's going to shoot. You don't know if, uh, you know, maybe uh, Frankie Kazarian and Chris Danison are going to show up. Maybe, you know. You they, know. they have in the past, so you never <laughs> they know. They just randomly pop into the show. You know. One of these shows I'm going to show up at. Well, he, we were at a show. He had Devon, and he sends me out back to get Devon, and um, Devon was riding with Jose Perez's wife. So she comes, when I came back, she was like, Oh my God! Thank God it's you, because I've known Claudia, and we get Devon in, and then Pat's like, "Yeah, I just got the text that Chris Daniels and Frankie Kazarian are gonna come and just watch," and they just snuck in, and they didn't. I mean, yeah. I think they might have signed a Hanfield. Oh yeah, they did. They brought they brought merch. Did they? Oh yeah, they brought merch with them. Yeah, and well, if you get pop into an indie show, you, you'd be stupid <laughs> not to bring yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, and course. they were they were coming from a signing that was in the area, so. Oh, yeah. so they just happened to have it with them, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> So you never know, and that's, it's crazy. And that's the thing, it's kind of, you're kind of... And you, you had Devon, and that was like, he was in the middle of the Aces and Aces, like probably doing the biggest non-Devon, non-Dudley Brothers stuff that he's done in his career. Yeah. And that's the thing, though, you you get guys, the top guys in business, and and you're running from indie show to indie show, or from signing to signing, and you're going to, even if you're just out walking the street, carry something with you. No. You know, have some kind of merch with you anywhere. What's the date? What's the actual date for... Uh, February vacation? Yes. Is Friday. We went away from the Wednesday. And we're going Friday, February 25th. 
and that's UFO Boss Wrestling. Yes, on Twitter. On Twitter yeah, um, we're at Malden Irish American Club, one seventy seven West Street. Um, doors are going to open at seven. Uh, tickets will be fifteen dollars general admission. And that they can get that info off the website. Oh yeah, of course. Um, I'm going to go to that one. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll probably be at that one. Um, I'll show up after work. You pick me up at work. Yeah. You know, we'll go. it's on the way. I'm feeling a little generous right now. So I'm going to give another match. Okay. Before right. we post it out in the public. Now, this was a match we were supposed to run back in December, but due to contractual obligations elsewhere, it didn't happen. Uh, once again, Viciously Delicious, Fern Vicalo and Luscious Latasha are going to team up. And they're going to take on the team of Channing Thomas and Little Mean Kathleen. Okay. In a mixed tag match. Little Mean Kathleen's one of those girls that's really... Uh... Bob D's asking for any gold tickets. Any gold tickets? Gold tickets is what he's saying. Any gold tickets. Gold tickets are gone. Bobby, they're gone. Sorry, Bobby. Gold tickets are gone for the mere fact that we kept them relevant for two years, even longer. So. All right. Um, that's the season. The season's over. That's. Well, there's somebody else mentioning in the chat room saying, JP, you going? I want to meet you. I don't yes. know Tina Weber. Tina, I plan on being there. I think we've actually met. Probably at a Fenway. Were you at a Fenway? I've been at the Fenways. Yeah. I was thinking of your show. At My Malden, show? No. She might have been at a couple. Yeah, she's been showing up with, with dear old dad. <coughs> Sorry, guys. I do have not COVID. I have a cold. I apologize. And I'm immortal. <laughs> and I'm wearing my KN95. I have my mask on. That's why I'm wearing, you know. Yeah. Wear mine because I know I'm sick and I don't want to spread it. Pat so, happens to be healthy. Um, Go figure. You're the healthy one. Actually, you know what? Let's see. Who else is going to appear on this show? Do we want to know? Little Mean Kathleen's been making a name in the area. Like, she's been doing a ton. Yeah. Um, Vern's one of the... Vern was one of the best in the area and got injured and glad to see him back around. Yes. And him was viciously delicious. And, um... I mean, the Rotten Apple... I mean, I've been contacted by his handlers, um, Mr. Mr. Blackie himself, um, currently of... Uh, I uh, saw a picture of him. I, I'm not familiar with Blackie, but he's a Boston mainstay in, like, the bars, isn't he? Yes. He's, uh, he's from the... He, he's got the Omni Present Management Group. Okay. And OMG in their no gimmick. All right. So he's bringing the rotten apple to Malden. Okay. And the rotten apple's been on your last couple of shows. Yes. So he's ready to make some noise in the world of professional wrestling. Okay. Um, as you know, he's a he is like I said, he's a main mainstay in the Boston bar scene, um, which could be good. 
Yeah, I mean, that's you think about it, and that's really where a lot of the guys have come from. Yes. Now, you know, now l- let me ask you a question about the, the f- phrase, mainstay in the Boston bar scene. Now, we all grew up in a town where if you're a mainstay in a bar, that means you're a drunk. Okay. Explain what you mean by that bar like, mainstay in the bar. Like, room. what was, uh, like, Mistress Carrie? So she do appearances, do different things like that? Yes, promote. Okay. The okay. bars, different bars. Oh, so he the have face like theme of the, nights and things yeah, like that? Yeah, like okay. the face of... I, all right, I get you. Yeah. Okay. You know, equivalent, probably not on as high of an end as Mistress Carrie because she was based through the radio station. Yeah. All right. But this is what this guy... But you'll see him rubbing elbows with your Andrewsies, your Greg Hills, okay. your Zolaks, you know, your Ernie Box, you know, okay. those... Um, those people rubbing right, elbows. I just wasn't sure because, like you said, the mainstay in the bar is the guy that's on the stool in the end. All yes. Long. <laughs> right. No, he's like yeah, yeah, yeah. An appearance guy, like a host. Type your of your thing. bootleg mistress Carrie. There you go. You know, right. that's okay, that's him. That yes. Yeah. So. Interesting. Yes. We'll see how that ties into pro wrestling. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, we've seen in the past where there's been some music personalities that have, you know, radio station personalities that have been involved in professional wrestling over the, especially this area Um, over the course of the years. Yeah, Scorch, was it? Yeah. Scorch. Scorch. um, Famously. Jackson Blue um, actually held a title with Bo Jackson. uh, Bo Jackson, yeah. (laughs) With Bo Douglas, I believe, uh, in MWF. Okay. Um, Bo's tagged with a lot of people because he's, like, to, not to expose the business, but Bo's a, Bo's a veteran that can carry a match. Yeah. You know, so. I'm trying to think, too. Who's the guy that used to do Toucher and Rich? They're like little punching bags. Uh, Toucher and Rich had. Um, not not Crash, the other guy. I want to say Gavino, but that was a whole different show. Crash is who I was thinking of. Yeah. The, yeah, the I can't. The set guy? Yeah, and I then they had I think he was, in a, he was in a match. Then they had Chili Guy, the homeless guy that lived in yeah. Southie. Yeah. I mean, Lyndon Baez had his yeah, shot LB. at one point, you know. Um, but yeah, I yeah. mean, it, it's out there. I mean, those you know those personalities get involved, and that's you know. And it's a good way to one. It's another good way of hyping the show up because he's going to talk about it, you know, at the bars. Yeah. yeah. And Bobby D saying the Duke of Dorchester. Oh, I think he's passed away. I don't think so. I think he passed away. Did he? Yes. Pete Doherty. Yeah. Legend. Yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. I got to meet him once or twice uh, through like Joe Bruin. Yeah, last time I met him, he was in in the other character, the um, the green, whatever he was when he was just in green. Oh yeah, he was a no. He had the mask. The the, he looked like a green conquistador. Yeah, I forget what the what the name was, but yeah. I met him through Joe Bruin one, uh, once or twice, and probably through George, because George was close with him for a while. Yeah. Now, so outside of your own shows, me and you used to travel to shows pretty frequently and go to different promotions. Yes. Did that come into play in how you ran your promotion? Like, seeing how other promotions run, like, um, I don't want to say... No. Um, Not at all, because I was only there as a spectator. Okay. I didn't. I wasn't really seeing how their promotions were right. run. And I mean, 
scouting talent. And for those who don't know, every time me and Pat went to a show, with one exception, we paid because yeah. we always said if we weren't helping, then yeah, we pulled up to the one showcase show. Yeah, remember that where the uh, the trailer had fallen off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and we helped <laughs> set, put the trailer back on the truck. Yeah, so we yeah. got in for free on that one. Um, we've always paid. Always so, guys, support your pro wrestling. Don't try to pull the. Oh, can I get in for nothing? Unless you're setting up the ring or you're doing something to help the show, yeah. you hang up post or something like that. But support independent pro wrestling. It's so important, especially these days, because it is a small business. Yeah, absolutely. It's been affected by COVID. Yeah. Affected by COVID. And it's also, you think about the, the big names that have kind of, in a sense, in the past years, kind of squashed it. Yeah. Where they wouldn't let people come around or they'd absorb all the good talent yeah. and then make them sit in so, the bench. Not anymore, though. Yeah, it doesn't seem that way anymore. They're, they're, uh, the days of collecting talent seem to be gone. Yeah. Yeah. No, of course. At least for the, the time being. And that's why I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on that as well. That's why I'm on some, on my shows now. You start seeing talent from out of state. Okay. Because you, if I book you for, for for Saturday, but you're two towns over on Friday. Right. So or, your or fa- even Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So your fans aren't coming to see you at my show when they can walk out their front door and see right. you on somebody else's show. And you've kind of done that for a while. You've been bringing. Yeah. You got a lot of kids from like Philadelphia, Pittsburgh area. Yeah. Go down there. New go- York, New Jersey. Yeah. Um, and you've always done that. I mean. Yeah. Um, for quite a while now yeah you know Fowler and them coming in from Jersey with the car full all the time yeah no of course um the Franco Vager and his guys coming up from Delaware and Virginia yep. um even now like I said Johnny Moran and yep. uh he, he's been a, a pretty much a mainstay on my shows coming up from uh Scranton Pennsylvania that's, you know so that's and it's like it's good that you just said that because I don't think like the local guys realize that when they work every show uh, that they sort of devalue themselves in the area. Yeah. Like if you work, it's the oversaturation. Of the yeah, market. I mean. Yeah. I'm not saying you can't work for. I'm going to name a couple of the bigger companies like UFO, Chaotic, Beyond. That's fine. Yeah. But it's when you start getting into the smaller shows that I won't name. And doing all of those because, like, you guys all sort of have your thing. Mm-hmm. Like, the three I just named especially UFOs, Thursday Nights. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, beyond is Thursday Nights. Thursdays. Uh, you are the vacation weeks. Yeah, the Wednesday vacation yeah. weeks. Yeah. And um, Chaotix Fridays. Yeah. Every third Friday or whatever it is. Yeah. You guys have your thing. So, those guys aren't going to oversaturate themselves like that. But when you start doing ABC, DEF, GEH. Yeah. You, you really devalue yourself. Like, if you, instead of taking those bookings, look for a booking in Philadelphia. Look for a booking in Texas. Look for a booking everywhere else. and get You look at what Alec Price is doing. Alec's been everywhere this year. Yeah. Oh, well, the, I'd say the last part of 2021 yeah. into now. He's yeah. been everywhere. Even a tryout. And, yeah. At the Performance Center. Yeah. So, that kid hustles. Yeah. Um, he okay. takes every piece of, you know, he's. The thing with Alec is Alec is not a gimmick. Alec is his character. Yes, 100%. <laughs> but Alec listens. He takes everything in. So people told Alec to put on weight. What did Alec do? Put on some size. Yeah. Went down to the performance center. And I know for a fact, because I texted the person, that he uh, 
uh, I, I'm not going to say he had help with the trial, but he had a little counseling before the trial, yeah. and he took all of that in. Of course. And just, I, I love that kid. I think that kid is yeah. young in this business. you got to be a sponge. You <laughs> Every time he comes up to me, it's, oh, it's the OG. Yeah. That's just how Alec is. Like He's a young kid, enthusiastic. And you know who he reminds me of, and I was thinking of this the other day, is DC. Yeah. Um, he is going to be the guy in 10 years that people who don't know him are going to tell you he's an a-hole. Yeah. But the people who know you, know him are going to be like, oh, he's the best person in the 100%. world. 100%. You couldn't have nailed that any more perfect you know, with that, you know, analogy there. I was thinking of that the other day because, you know, DC was someone we were all close with, and I think of him frequently. Yeah. And uh, Alec is like the persona of that now. I, I think, think my son's still scared a little. <laughs> no, but like you were saying about these young kids trying to get out to the different shows and all promote. And that's where you're going to network. You're going to find right. up, you're going to go book the show down in Jersey and you're going to meet up with one of the guys in Jersey, become friends, and you're going to crash on his right. couch. And then he'll come up here and crash on your you couch. Don't, you don't have and to mail a tape U.S. Postal Service anymore. You yeah. can send a yeah. link to a match to a promoter on YouTube. Yeah. Or you can say, hey, I you know, know this guy and, and he'll vouch for you. And, it, exactly. Right. And that's, that's one of, an, another reason why I bring these guys up. So now my regulars now have the connections down there to say, hey, I got a kid from Boston coming down, you know. Um, he's willing to do everything you need to do, you know. If we can find a spot for him, we'll find a spot for him. Right. You know, yeah. and, and that's... You usually do. And most yeah. of the time, they'll find a spot, whether it's a run-in right. or it's and a, you know... You might not get a spot on that quick. show. Yeah. It might take you a couple of shows to get a spot. And I, I just saw um, uh, a former independent New England pro wrestler that did pretty well in the area saying that's bull and I don't think so I think if you because I've seen it um the hoods the hoods had a past where they had to come back and prove themselves with and they wanted to get on NECW mm-hmm. um they showed up at every show what can we do what yeah. can we do what can we do until finally they got um they got a small I think Pyro got a spot first, and then Davey was always showing up with them. What yeah. can I do? What can I do? Until finally they got a match against each other. Mm-hmm. They killed it, and that's how they got their spot. They, they worked for it. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that a promoter who says, oh, just come next month and help me set up again every month for a year. Yeah. No, after a little while, you're mm-hmm. going to realize you're not getting that spot. Exactly. And you can't be afraid to ask for it either. Like, right. Hey, I haven't had, you know. I've been cutting my teeth. Let me see what you can, what can you do know, for me. But I think showing up and I think doing your, you know, setting the ring up, working the concession stand, the um, the merch table, that stuff, that goes a long way. Maybe ring announce, maybe ref. Yeah. Uh, seen a lot. Like, that's how Anthony Green got his start was refereeing or actually setting the ring up and then refereeing. Yeah. For. But, it, but you know, Anthony was even there beforehand. <laughs> Burning DVDs. Exactly. Anthony was doing, like, <laughs> like making his own collection of, like, um, interviews with, with wrestlers, yes. yep. you know? And that's Famously. how. Yeah. Uh, and that's how it started with Anthony in UFO. You know, hey, uh, you, know, I, you know, I've been following this person for a little while now. Do you mind if I go in and sit down with him for a few minutes and get a few words, yeah, you like know? 12 years old. Yeah. yeah, 
Absolutely. You have to he, think too, with the, a kid coming at you like that, you can be like, "Yeah, sure, buddy, come on." Yeah, he, go ahead. He walked. Uh, he walked up to Sweet and Sour Larry Sweeney at a Jakara show, and was like, "I want to interview you," and just like that. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you say no to the kid? Yeah, exactly. You know, especially knowing Anthony now, you know he knew what he was doing back then. Yeah, one hundred percent. Anthony knew everything he was doing. Like he he was a ref. If you at when you shook his hand, how you doing? He said it's all good from day one of a ref until he became all good Anthony Green. Yeah, yeah. Everything he, was planned out. He was setting himself up from the start. Yeah. To 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 get the success he's at now. And like we love, I love Anthony. Like he's literally like a little brother to me. He's and a good uh, kid. he's gonna get back. He'll of course be, he is. You know he's doing the AEW thing here and there. Yeah. And he's gonna. Uh, I mean, he's going to be at the top at some point. And he's traveling everywhere yeah. else now as well. Yeah. You know, so, so without a doubt. They stayed down south, down in Florida. Yeah. Um, I've, I've talked to him a few times, and he's going to put out his own action figures, yeah. which is incredible. They're going to oh. sell out they they real, they real fast. Yeah. If you I think, can't promote yourself, who can you promote? I think they already have. Yeah. Now, we're giving away a figure. And yeah. this is, you know we've done the figures before, but I'm actually giving one away from my collection. Okay. And the people get their choice. Whoever wins yeah. is going to get to choose the Undertaker is Kane figure, ringside exclusive. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It sells on eBay for somewhere between around 50 to 75 bucks. Yeah. Or if they don't like that figure, they can choose the Edge with the Edge Hits, another ringside exclusive. It's not quite, doesn't sell for quite as much, but it's still a really yeah. nice figure. Yeah. I want to go ahead and I do have the wheel up. Okay. I'm going to spin that real quick. I'm going to shake the names up. I didn't. Sp- I didn't retweet this week on my own show. I didn't retweet it, so I'm not on. Let's see. I've won before. Who's the lucky winner? I shuffled a few times. I hope it's not Black Hat. Let's see. <laughs> Who's on there? I'm on there. I got to keep my figure. If it's that Cyber Yeti guy. Eric McCurry. Let's see. Short McShorts. Short McShorts on there every time we do this. Okay. Um. I think they've won before. Yeah. Um, I'll reach out to them. And that'll get mailed out uh, Friday, actually. Sure, make sure. Congratulations. I have no idea if I played music during the spin. I didn't put the headphones on. Yeah. But, um... Congratulations, Short make sure. I love the name. I always comment on that when I message you when you win. Um, you gotta let me know what figure and what address. And we'll get that out to you. Congrats! And again, coming it's unopened. I have my own that I've opened the sort of because the Undertaker's cane has like a little flap that opens so you can see the figure. I've opened it up on mine, but this one is yeah. untouched. Yeah, opened it up. It's got a little sticky. That's it. That's my loose figures. Oh, okay. Yeah. The ones you sleep with. Yes. Yes. Sometimes the Jimmy Valiant has a steel chair, which is kind of cool. Cool. He can sit down. <laughs> so well, he is old. So Tina Webb. Yeah, Joe, that was close. That was close. Um, yeah, so UFO wrestling. February vacation. I think it's a good show. Yeah. Um your Malden shows are always fun. Uh, the bar, not quite open to the public, but sort of. They don't turn people away. On the other side. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> They don't turn people away. Yeah. Trust me. No, I know that. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know I, that, I, and I know that. 
I got lost with the cock with the van keys one day. Yes. The truck keys. Yes. Me and uh, me and Reaper Steve Beck were sitting over at the bar. This was when you had uh, um, the dancing shoes. Uh, Ernest Miller in. Cat. Ernest the cat. Yes. You had Ernest Miller in. I was sitting with Ernest all day, and then towards the end of the show, Steve says, oh, let's go over the bar. And he wanted, the whole thing was he wanted to buy Ernest Miller a drink. Ernest said no. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're sitting over there and. When have you not, when have you ever said no to a drink? <sighs> that, that's happened, actually. Well, I drive, so. It's, um, so we, um, we're sitting over there. And I'm like, man, it's been a while. We haven't heard from anyone. And then I realized they're trying to unload the ring onto the truck that's locked. And I had the truck keys in my pocket. Yeah, typical. <laughs> right. I can see that happening. Usually I drink during your shows, though. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly, yes. Allegedly. allegedly. Nothing wrong with the donkey's cap with the slush in it. No. No. <laughs> but it's, the, the, the thing with the UFO shows is they're not, they're not stuffy. They're not overproduced. It's a fun show. Yeah. Family friendly. You always have a lot of kids there. Um, Except for last show. <laughs> it, well, the show was amazing. Right. Crowd, not. But, you know, the first potential snowstorm was coming in. Patriots were playing that Saturday. I and mean, it was a hurricane. Yeah, and and it was a hurricane. Right. Yeah, it was a hurricane. So we were battling a lot of uh, issues that night. That's. But. You know, and it was at a place where you haven't run before. I mean, it was salty, but it wasn't. You know, first time, yes. Uh, you, you know, have your spots you usually go to there, and yeah, it's uh, it's a fun. Like I love the salty shows because I see people I haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, I couldn't make that show. I had a family obligation. Yes, absolutely. But I, I um, did too, but I opted not to go. <laughs> that time, that would be called a family inconvenience. <laughs> Ironically, I think some people blew off the family obligation. I was asked to go to your family's obligation. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I have no excuse. Um, I just didn't go. But it's, uh, you always have a fun show. And it's, like I said, it's loose. It's casual. Malden, you usually have a line out front, starting with Tommy Flynn. Yeah. And it goes from there, like, before the show starts, like, you have a line in that hallway. So you got to get there early. Yeah. You got to, you know, there's a park across the street. Um, you usually have concessions. I don't know if you're going to have Leo or Kenny in. Yeah, but uh, Leo Leo will be in uh, concessions. So, and Leo uh, does great concessions. Yes. If he, uh. Do sausages? Leo does, like, Leo's. He'll he'll have hot dogs and he'll have pizza probably. The typical hot dogs, pizza. But Lisa can popcorn. but Leo can cook. Yeah. So Leo might do his meatballs. <clears throat> In fact, I might request that. Leo will be on here in the next couple of weeks. I think now that we um. Excuse me. COVID. Now that we have this down. So you know, while we're actually you want to talk about that, we're actually introducing uh, a new sponsor very like within the next day. Um, I could probably reveal something right now, um, if you'd want. Sure. I'd like to know. Um, one of our newest sponsors is going to be the Revival Cafe and Kitchen. 
which now currently has three locations, uh, one in Cambridge, um, one in Davis Square in Somerville, and they just opened a third location on Newberry Street in Boston. Nice. Um, I guess I haven't indulged yet, but I'm hearing their fried chicken sandwich is amazing. What did you say, road trip? Um, It's not too far to Davis Square. I'll drive. They will be... In attendance in some capacity on February 25th. Um, we have yet to decide what capacity, but they will be in attendance. Okay. Yeah. Pretty so that's, cool. Yeah. That's, it's always nice. To, and again, you pick up a new partnership. You know, that's a place that's going to advertise you because it helps them, and you're going to advertise them because it helps you, vice versa. One hand washes the and other. They sell food, so it helps us. Correct. <laughs> that's yeah. So, I mean, if you go on Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, it's uh, Revival Cafe and Kitchen. And it's out of the way, so it doesn't interfere with your favorite cafe. Yes. Which we all know is Olga's, Olga's. in South Boston. Yes. There's, if you don't follow Pat Dillon on Facebook, he's live every day. Yeah. Sometimes from Olga's Cafe. That's right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, they have three locations. Yes, that's them up top. Um, three locations, one in uh, Cambridge by Alewife. Um, like I said. Now. Jen, I can answer that, yes, because if you're not, I will be. So, yes, Jen asked if she'll be at the door. Oh. <laughs> I love you. So, um, yeah, and they get, like I said, three locations, one Cambridge by Alewife. Second location, Elm Street on Davis Square, Somerville. And 103 Newberry Street, I believe, their third location and newest location is. Nice. That's, um, it's, like I said, when you pick up a sponsor, especially when someone like that that's got multiple locations. Yeah. They're not too far, you know, Cambridge isn't too far from Malden. No. Um, no. You know what? It makes a lot of sense. And no, it's just a bad route. Newberry yeah. Street's. Everybody from South, they think they're on Newberry Street now, so. Absolutely, you know. Way better you and other, I That's love it. Way Better You. That's what I'm saying, you know, I mean, our good friends from Way Better You. One uh, of the nicest people that's ever been in the wrestling business, Sam Personal Amato. training and group fitness. Um, they were on board right from the start. Yes. Um, they're located in Everett. Um, they're on Instagram, Facebook, everywhere else. Um, There's a picture on my Facebook of me and Sam. Yeah. And just having a conversation, and Sam's like pointing at something. We're in some random hall. It was the Ringside, Ringside Entertainment's uh, Christmas party one. Okay. And what we were discussing was him starting this. Yeah. As a podcast. Yep. But he had that way better you as a um, idea for the podcast back then. Yeah. And he's turned it into so much more than a podcast. Like. And now they're starting a new podcast. I saw that. Wrestling will wait. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, Sam is a good, good friend. I didn't know Sam. And when he did that um, that TV show. Uh, Fat March. Yes, when they yeah. walked the, from the start of the Boston Marathon. Yeah. And they walked for days and days. He called me up when that ended. And I don't even know how he got my phone number. Yeah. Um, he called me up and said, JP, it's Sam Amato, uh, Makua. I just want you to know I did this. I can't talk about it yet, but I'll talk to you when it's when I can. Cool. And it's been a friendship ever since. Like yeah, literally one of the nicest people in the in pro wrestling. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Baby's cute as hell too. Yes. Yeah, let's see. 
Bobby says he'll finally get to meet you, Joe. It's about time. I want to be there. Like I said, I want to be there. All right, I'm so say hi to everybody. Bobby gets to meet Joe, and Tina gets to meet JP. And they both, yeah, Tina gets Who to meet Who wins in that too. deal? I think Tina. I think Tina well, you you would win in that way. deal. <laughs> I you, think Tina wins in that deal. You would win in that deal. <laughs> then I get to meet Tina too, so I get Tina and Bobby. Uh, you're so right. they lose. <laughs> they definitely lose. Yeah. <laughs> and they get to meet Tim, so they win. Yeah, Jackson. Every, everyone gets to everyone meet Tim. Gets if to he meet doesn't Tim. stink on that particular day, oh, he definitely is going to stink. It's all right. If maybe those of you who don't know, Tim is my Great Dane service dog because I have a spinal condition, and he helps me with brace and mobility. And he smells today. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I do feed him a salmon-based diet. So. He's been farting the whole time we've been in the studio. <laughs> I thought that was bad. Yeah, no, you would have heard mine. <laughs> I've snuck one or two in. Yeah. I'm afraid I'd crap myself if I did. <laughs> she keeps saying she's never met you. Yeah, I, I thought I had met her. Yeah. I, I know I've met some of Bobby's family at the shows, so... big Any of the big-time shows? No, your show, uh, modern shows. Yeah. There's been one I don't two. think I've ever been to Malden. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oddly enough, I used to do Malden Access TV every week. Yeah. Yeah, that was I fun. I remember. Now we're here at QA TV. That was fun. That yeah. That was a good time. That was shout some good times. To, shout out to Questing, Gwen. Yeah. Gwen. Yeah. Shout out. Three TV is pretty nice. Nice little studio. Yeah, this is... I never, you know, when we started this how many years ago, I never foresaw anything like well, this. When we started this, it was on dial-up. <laughs> It was us, yeah, and it was literally just on our phones. Yep. Crazy. Now, now we both have all kinds of equipment at home that we don't use anymore because we oh, get yeah. this. If I was to price out the equipment I have, I'm probably at close, probably close to a thousand, yeah, fifteen hundred dollars worth of equipment. And you've never used and any I've of never it. Never used any of it. Uh. I've opened the boxes and looked at it a lot and pu pushed the buttons. You gotta look up. On, you have it. to look on YouTube. It'll show you. Oh, I know. But then, like, I'll be looking at YouTube, and then they'll show the ad for, like, a, uh, like a, something about food, and I'll go over there. See, I got YouTube Premium, so I pay for my YouTube. Oh, I can, I'm like, I can pay anything. So, here's the thing. is I paid for YouTube for the first season of Cobra Kai, and then I realized how awesome YouTube was without commercials, so I paid for it ever since. The f you can't find it on the fire stick? Well, then Cobra Kai jumped on. Um, what, Cobra Kai? Yeah. Yeah, it's on Netflix now. It's not on YouTube anymore. I know, but the fire stick. No, I could have. I find all my stuff, <laughs> but with the you, but with the, I just because I watch a ton of YouTube now yeah. more than television, I think. And now without the commercials, it's awesome. I just watch commercials. That's it. I fast forward through the show, watch the commercials. You're special. You get some good deals. I bet you do. Yeah. I bet you do. On KN ninety five masks. Exactly. I just got fifty of them today. You got to shave around your beard. I should like that's what you got to do. You got to shave a circle where the mask sits. I should shave everything that's under the mask. Well, wouldn't you it be like that? the the bands at the at the games where they just got a hole cut right there and they're still playing their trumpets and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> do they really? Yeah. 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 The flutes and their trumpets at the the college football games. That's. I wonder uh, how much clover could be spread through a tuba. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's funny. I never Shut noticed that. Because usually, like, performers can take their masks off. Yeah. I don't know if that's the case now with the new regulations. Like, I don't... We won't get political. I think a job can say, hey, we need you to wear your mask. I don't think the government should. Yeah, correct. You know what I mean? And that's... 
Correct. Unfortunately, in some local markets, that's what's happening. What if you're in a government job? Well, then they can tell you you have to, but like they shouldn't be able to tell. Like Senator So and So shouldn't be able to say, "Hey, you people over here, will you mess?" Right, but what if you're not working there? So what if you're just going into? You need to go to City Hall. You need to go to. Um, the uh, the DMV or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Personally, I always have a mask on me. I wear a mask all day. Well. I wear a mask in work. Like this week, I've been lucky, and I've been down in our um, our freight area, and so I've been by myself all day. So I didn't wear the mask. Now, if if COVID was a wrestler, who would it be? Iron Sheik. Yeah, Iron yeah, Sheik. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because it's making Sheik. us all humble. Yeah. <laughs> it's bending us all over and making us all yeah, humble. Yeah, just bending us over is what it's doing. Yeah. So Sheiky. Right. No. That was that was good, Joe. <laughs> that was good. It's, now, so UFO, February vacation, Friday. What time? February twenty fifth. Doors are open at seven p.m. Okay. Because it's a Friday night, I was gonna push kind of like eight o'clock, but it's vacation week. Right. So it's not like, I mean, people are still working, but. Not as if it was a regular Friday night. That's good. You know, People that's will good. Just bring that's your perfect for me. Yeah. Because by the time I get there, the ring will be all set up. Sure. Not that I. No. I haven't touched it. In yeah. Well, you can break it down. So. Tin will help. I haven't touched it in a couple of years because I'm old now. Yeah. Of course. But me and you, me and you have done the ring so many oh, times. Yeah. Like, did you remember going to Rumble's place? And yeah. I, like literally, we pulled up. I think it was Rumble's place in Maine. And we pulled up to get the ring, and they, there was a bunch of them that were sleeping up at Rumbles. And they were supposed to come down and help, and by the time they came down and helped, me and you like, had the truck loaded. Yeah. That's... I haven't done a ring in a long time. But that's just how it was. That's yeah, just how that's, it is. Yeah, I don't... That's... Yeah. You get in there, you get it done. That's it. No, of course. Yeah, Absolutely. Now, so, you don't know about McNeely. The odds of McNeely being in attendance are very good. 100%. Not, well, I'm not going to say 100%, but they are very good because, you know, he wants to make sure Bo Douglas doesn't get out of line again. Will they be out of security? I mean, he's technically a spectator. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, he's that's trespassing. That's, you know, I most likely, usually more than I have a good security force. This was a charity show, fundraiser, so I didn't expect any shenanigans, really. Right. But it happened. I won't say he's lucky because he's Peter McNally. Yeah. But old school wrestling, you don't do that. Yeah. And that's what the school bows from. I mean, you you, you you can go back, I don't know how many years, 2013 maybe, where Jerry Guns did it to John Doomsday Howard. He got into his face. Is that? Okay. Yeah, the show we ran at uh, Mass College of Art. Yeah, I remember that. Jerry Guns try to try to get in. Oh, I'm Mr. ANC, Mr. Muscle. I hold the I get the biggest arms in New England or whatever. That's and he went up to another one with registered deadly hands, you know? I mean You know what we gotta do? You know what match I think needs to happen? There's two veteran wrestlers from O two one two seven from South Boston. Okay. And I think we gotta figure out how to make it happen. Okay. Big Mike Davis. Okay. And the Castle Island Assassin. All right. 
I mean, might be a good match. You do. You got Mike Davis, who was like a Kowalski original. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's coming from the Triple H days, the China yeah. days. Yeah. Probably. Before then. Yes. Before probably, then. Yeah. Probably the Chinatown days. Yeah. Um. And then you got CIA, who I don't know who trained him because. You don't know what's under the mask. Yeah, you don't know. Um, I have no he's idea he's what it's. But I can tell you, growing up in Southie, everyone in this room has had their share of fights. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you learn how to fight. Of course. And I, I've been. I've actually shared the ring with Castle Island Assassin. Yeah. You did. The one time I got in the ring was for uh, for you for the Turkey Rumble. Yeah, you, you didn't mind Turkey Rumble. Me, yeah, I, we actually talked to Brandito about that when Brandito was on. Yeah. Um, who, guys, just for the record, the proceeds for that, did the proceeds that we made off of that show with that, the you know, what, what we have, did go to Brandon. Um, they've been received. He's very thankful. Um, so thank you guys for listening and allowing us to do that for him because his, his um, expenses and his mother's expenses, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, but you, me and him, there was a little spot in the rumble where me and him was security and you got, you announced both of us in there and we wound up in the ring uh, fighting and yeah. I got out of there before Jose Perez found me. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. I literally, as I got in the ring, I heard, oh, JP's in here and I knew the voice and yeah. I knew what my chest would look like if he caught me. Is yeah. he still working? Uh, he does more promoting than we're wrestling now. Okay. He's part of the... Um, uh, book and he's part. He was part of the XWA team. I don't know if he even still is or not, uh, but I know he was. Um, I know. I don't know what if the, are they even still a thing at this point. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know what their capacity yeah, is, I know, but yes, I think they lost. They 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 gave up their building with COVID. They gave up the building that they were um, used training students and doing their Thursday night, but, you know, show, student shows or whatever house shows. But Jose is one I've known. Since the day I got into started showing day. up in independent wrestling, and Jose is one of the hottest shops in the area. I wasn't getting hit by that. Yeah. But I thank you for that because that was something where I actually got to live out a little bit of a dream, and a, yeah. that was a bucket list thing for me to get in there and. Yeah. Another one was a chair show, which I later got to. That was pretty funny. The chair, the chair show. show was not funny. Well, I mean, the chair show wasn't planned. From my point of view, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't at a UFO show. Good. The UFO <laughs> shows were fun and safe. See, right? But yeah, and so now we want to get. How did UFO start? Let's let's get into this because I know I know a little bit of it. My brother was bored with life, <laughs> and he said, "You know what? I want to run a show." So he said, "Okay," and he knew I had. I was in the industry right. in some capacity. So he kind of recruited me to um, scout, well, you know, reach out to talent and see if they'd be interested. And next thing you know, he rented a building and had a show. Not just a building. <laughs> An armory. <laughs> he, he ran, oh, that's right, the Dorchester, Dorchester armory. Dorchester armory, yeah. I was thinking the pal, which... no. The pal was a gym me and you grew up going to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can remember wrestling your brother in the boxing ring there. Yeah. <laughs> your brother just sort of swatting us away because he was a couple years older. Yep. 
Chopper Mark Condy fights. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So that's basically what it was. Is my brother started, oh, wanted to put on a wrestling show. I have something I want to talk about. Okay. Right. I want to talk about um, Danny Tanner. Okay. Um, what's his face? Bob Saget. Bob Saget, who yes. just passed away. Yes. Bob Saget, we've done comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know Bob Saget was in the wrestling business? No. Bob Saget, for not even a short time, I don't think he ever went to a show. Bob Saget was the director of fun for Chikara. Wow. And they actually had, like, they would get videos, him to cut videos and, like, do things. I don't know how they managed to do that. And then it went from him to uh, Dave Coulier. Okay. And then it, somehow down the line it went from him to, like, Quackenbush to Bryce, Ramsburg to, um, I think the most recent one was, um, what's Joey's character? What's Joey's character? Um, uh, we'll, we'll think of the it old later. promoter that, I know, it, it's, um, he announces for Beyond Wrestling now. Um, I don't know. But I yeah, can't think of it off the top of my head. I can do that job. Yeah, but that and that was so the director of fun was basically what they used for a commissioner instead of calling it a commissioner, yeah. they called yeah. it director of fun. So that's a little known fact about uh, about that. About you know, Bob I figured Saget, when yeah. he recently, I got to see him do stand up a couple I years ago. The, uh, so raunchy, so funny. Oh my god. The best line he ever said was, Kimmy Gilla? Yeah. I, yeah, that was how he started the yep. show I saw. Yep. Yeah. And I guess I'm with you on Worcester, me, you, and... Rob Marcos. I yeah. was definitely with Rob Marcos, which was the only time I hung out with him outside of wrestling. Yeah, you know, that's it's, uh, that, you know, I mean, people talk about, you know, their childhood and, yeah. and growing up, you know, like, and, and it's sad... Is uh, you know, he was the, I don't know, the all American dad, yeah. I guess, you know. Yep. And then even from there, the the funny song videos. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he was doing. I watched um, uh, there's a TikTok I watched Baker Banter, and Baker Banter is a family. It's a, uh, the son has Down syndrome, and he's a huge wrestling fan. Like he loves WWE, AEW. Like AEW actually had a backstage. Oh yes, stuff. I've he, seen. He yes, I've uh, seen them. Yes. I, I love ba- the Baker Banter guys. Yeah. And uh, the sister went in because someone asked if he knew about it, and this kid just broke down crying. Yeah. Like, that's the effect. And, and I understand, like, he has Down syndrome, but because he has Down syndrome, there's just no filter there. He loves yeah. more. You're right. So, like, it affected him that much. Well, it's, it's funny, that you, you know, not funny, but uh, I was oh. listening to a segment on the radio this morning, and... It was one of those crazy segments about, like, you know, second dates and stuff like that, and they call people yeah. who got ghosted. And the kid ghosted this girl because he was sad of the death of John Madden and Betty White. What? Yeah. That's... Because John Madden was an idol because <laughs> of football, and Betty White was a grandmother idol. And he stopped, he ghosted this girl he was dating... Because he was mourning the loss of these two legends. That's crazy. Now, I've taken some celebrity deaths pretty hard before. Yeah. Like, you know, 
Ralphie May, John yep. Candy. There's a few of them that I, I was like, you know, close, not say personally close to, but I really follow. Yeah. But I'm not going to like, hey, Pat, I'm going to meet you for dinner. I can't because yeah. so-and-so died. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, like Chris Candy, me and you got to have a relationship oh, yeah. with Chris. But, and that affected me, but it wasn't to that point. Yeah. But it didn't affect me to that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where I was canceling plans and... I had a couple... I mean, I, I had a night where okay. I was kind of off kilter a bit, but yeah. never like, I'm not going to yep. eat for a month. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's... But guys, we just went over well over an hour. Oh, yeah. Going to kick us out of the building in 15. That's it. So... All right. Uh, Pat, the show date and time. One more time. And where can they Friday, get more information Friday, for Friday, February 25th, the Malden Irish American Club... 177 West Street in Malden, Massachusetts. Doors open at 7. And all of the information you need, you can find on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, all social media outlets. Just search UFO Wrestling, and the information is there. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you. We'll see you next Tuesday.